welcome to another episode of Premier League Patter with Thomas Hackett, Tom Ryan and Brett Maher. Welcome back to Premier League Patter. We're recording this on Saturday morning now, as opposed to Friday. So this may just be reaching you by the time the games are about to kick off, so apologies. But we've still got Tom Ryan here, unfortunately, Hello. and Brett Maher. We're going to go through this week's fixtures. I mean, how are you, first of all, Tom? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting this new diet and training next week. So this is me last weekend of going yeah. absolutely fucking mental. So awesome. I'll fill you in next week. And you brought your friend along today as well? Who's that? The spot on your face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd bring sorry, it up. Sorry, uh, sorry, it's, sorry. Like, it's a Himalayan. <laughs> It's, gonna, it's a bit rude not to introduce us. A lot of people are climbing it as we <laughs> 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 That's some dead. But how I, are you? I, I, I don't you haven't work. slept because he works back shifts. You found so, your watch though, thankfully. Yeah. Cause I think I might still be in the bathroom. Nelly flipped this table over a minute ago. And, oh, shit, I've lost my watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it is still in the bathroom. Yeah. I think it is. I hope so. Because you know, according to Tom, it's just a watch. But I'm good. You feeling good though? How's, how's everyone's week been? Good week. Long. Yeah, good. Um, Obviously, I had yeah. midweek football. I don't, don't want to go into work on this. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah true. Work's been what good. What are you? Just you started a new job? It's first week back, and yeah. to be honest, I've been lying horizontal for the last six, seven months whilst you know I was on furlough. So being on my feet for eight and a half hours a day now, I'm getting about six so hours in the shift. To Oh mate, honestly, I'm I'm going home and I'm crying. After my first shift, after <laughs> well, my first that, shift, there's no, no change there then. No mate, after my first <laughs> shift, I think it was two. You came Wednesday, straight, yeah. Wednesday morning. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday morning, I was lying in bed about five o'clock. I was getting me fucking legs, <laughs> like proper crying my eyes out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting there. Good. Well, that, I work with you, so you know it's constant, terrible, constant terrible. torture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as it is for me, mate. Yeah. Um, getting on with the games though. Yes. Um, to bring us up to date with the league table in terms of our predictions, I've now went top. No surprises there, because we got the Aston one Villa co- one point in it. Yeah, That's we close. got the Aston Villa result correct, and me and Brett, you got the res- Liverpool result correct as well. But me and Brett predicted the correct score, so it was three one there, which we said. So it's eight points to me, seven points to you, Tom, four points to you, Brett, and you've got two. Results correct, Brett. One, you actually got the correct score. Tom, you've got three. Three correct results. Three correct results out of ten. I've got six right. We all know who's... And at the end of this week, you will have a gold (laughs) medal. Four friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's not a bad life. (laughs) And I'm top of the Fantasy League as well. I made a few changes. I don't know if you actually follow fantasy football. If you do, then um, I will leave a comment... With the code to join our league, yeah, the Premier League Part of League, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. As long as you're not people. ahead of me already, <laughs> anyone's welcome. Uh, drop us a comment if, as well if you want to get um, joined and entered into the league. Um, should we crack on with it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going through my little predictions now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Lead the way. Well, another um, ten fixtures of Premier League um, this weekend, all on Saturday and Sunday. Starting off in a couple of hours, actually, with Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. Um, what have you went with for that, Thomas? What do you, what do you, how do you um, see that unfolding? 
It's been a strange one because Chelsea are still haven't quite found their feet. Yeah. Palace look quite solid actually. I thought they were unlucky the other day. That penalty decision and all went over that with VAR. Mm. They felt a bit hard done by. Um, yeah. actually thought it might have been the correct decision, but that doesn't seem popular. Um, according to people yeah. on the internet, I've went two one Chelsea tight, but I still just look at Chelsea signings and think it's got to come together at some point. I reckon they'll just mm. edge it at home. I know there's no crowd advantage, but I just see Werner finally getting a Premier League goal and then yeah. just edging it. I think it'll be close. We scored at midweek. Um, <coughs> It was a good, well-taken goal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you on that, Tom. I think Chelsea are going to get a good response from... I mean, they were 3-0 down. They fought back to, to draw 3-3, but they should have been taking maximum points from those sort of games. So how do you see Chelsea faring against Palace, uh, Brett? I've went 2-0 uh, to Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm also looking at, I think this is going to be the game where Frank Lampard is going to... I think there's no question on Chelsea going forward, their ability. I think this is going to be the game where Frank tells them, look, play your football, but be switched on when it comes yeah. to defence because we don't want to be conceding three goals, yeah. two goals every every other game. So I think 2-0. Giving, giving them an uphill battle every, yeah, every it is. game, isn't it? If you New keeper in as well. He, um, he played in the cup. He looked kind of good. Um, pretty solid. Um, I'm assuming it's only a number of days until Kepa goes somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he might tighten them up, but I still think that they just they still look like they can concede a goal. It doesn't matter how yeah. good Kibaya is if you're too leaky yeah. at, the, at the back. I think something that can probably plug that gap is is Thiago Silva really showing all of the experience that he's got. He actually came out and publicly apologised, which I thought was quite, maybe not necessary, but it's quite nice. He put a big long message about how he... He's owning up to his mistake. I mean, it wasn't him just to play um, against West Brom, but he did make a pretty crucial mistake. And he said he's going to give everything to the cause. He thanks everyone, all the Chelsea fans and Chelsea um, staff. Yeah. And he's going yeah. to give everything he can. And he's, a, he's a player who's got a lot of ability as he's well. He's a proper so pro. He's built know? for the Premier League, I think, yeah. to be honest. It's a shame that we've seen him at this age come here because realistically, he should have been here five, six years ago, I, I'd have said. I do think as well, you're saying to plug the gap, chill well. Now, yeah. I... I I think Alonso's a decent fullback, but... Well, we had him was and he was brilliant at us, but he's, he's got... It, he's better goal, going forward than he is defending, I think. One of the goals, um, I can't remember if it was second or third, that uh, West Brom had scored against them. And the, and the cup the other night, there was a chance where the ball comes over and he just wasn't there. He wasn't yeah. running back. Chilwell would have been there. He would have made sure he was. So uh, he'll tighten them up as well 100%. once he steps back in. 100%. And obviously he's... Comes with a big price tag, yeah. 50, 50 million. So, what score are you actually went for? You haven't told me that. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go two two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Palace are still looking to feel hard done by against the Everton game potentially. Um, they're still as much as a threat now as they were then. And with Chelsea, these are the games where on paper they do have the better team. Um, but I still see them struggling to keep clean sheets. And Crystal Palace going forward are really dynamic and athletic and they're going to cause them problems so I see them getting goals um, but I see the being goals I, I'm going to go 2-2 I think a draw there Good. the next game we've got is Everton at home to Brighton this is another really interesting game Everton currently joined top of the league Dominic Calvert-Lewin got another hat-trick midweek um, Hamas Rodriguez is fitting perfectly Richarlison 
is just as good as he ever has been. And Carl Ancelotti has got them playing some really good football and they're a threat to, to anyone they play against. Brighton haven't done so bad themselves, um, but they may feel deflated after the Man United game. Um, knowing that they could have took a point or even if not three on the day mm-hmm. and they came away with nothing. Um, what are you going with for that, Brett? I've went 3-1 Everton. Uh-huh. Purely on the fact, like you say, the scoring goals are creating chances. I think Brighton are good going forward. Yeah, I do think this Everton team going forward at the minute is potentially better than what Brighton faced against United last yeah. week. And I think Everton, like I say, going forward, it just there's something about them this season. I think, like you said, Ancelotti has signed brilliantly. He's done all the right moves, which I think previous managers at Everton haven't done. I think he's improved the squad, and I think Everton might be one of those teams this season. That mm. This is a game where if Everton are looking with the signs they've made to break into Champions League positions, yeah. that they'll need to be turning these kind of teams over. So, 3-1. Yeah. Well, they've, they've had a good start, and you'd like to think that would continue for the football they've played. Mm-hmm. And realistically, Carlo Ancelotti will want his team to go out and, and put on um, put on a performance against a Brighton team that they could quite happily put three or four past RC. Um, I'll let you get your prediction in first, Tom, but realistically, if they're going to be challenging for top four, if they're going to be trying to get in at Europe, um, they need to be putting teams like this aside. What have you went with, no, Tom? I think they'll... I've got them 2-0, Everton. Um, I feel like I might be being a little harsh on Brighton. They've both had good starts, but... Brighton haven't had the results. They've had one win. Yeah. Um. I think Brighton look a good footballing team. I've got to be honest. Uh, I really, really do. But I can see Everton continuing it. They're in good form. Um. I do see them getting four wins out of four at the start. Two. Yeah. Two nil. Two nil. Is there a quick thing? Do you maybe see Brighton today setting up to frustrate Everton? Hmm. I'm I think they'll sure. play the. They've got to play the same sort of way that yeah. trying to set out. If they if they try and change that too early, is it, then it's like an admission that it's already went wrong. Yeah, I, I think they play the same three that three at the back with a two. Well, like a five at the back to into for a them. two fast wingers. Um, yeah, I think and it players, might still work for the them. Honestly, probably I, got used to a system now as well. And I think the the you're right. They're only three games in. Um, the f- they could have had more points on the board, but they've got to stick with the, what they're doing. The way it works with their three and then the two wide players anyway, sort of, mm. a, they can just quite quickly adapt that into a back five yeah. anyway. So you may, maybe they'll sit further back and uh, not be as expansive as they were against somebody like Newcastle when they played us because uh, it was easier for them. So yeah. you, you might be right, but I think they'll, they're always going to carry a bit of an attacking threat, like mm-hmm. um, the f- fast players, that right back. As, well, speaking of... Uh, Tariq Lamperty I also seen uh, midweek by Munich's inquired interim oh really yeah I was very close putting him in my team as well um, how old is that kid 20 is he it's only a young in yeah from Chelsea's academy um. by Munich inquiring Christ it's scary though to think what right backs Chelsea could have had I mean him that reached James academy. well they didn't want to let him go did they I think he, nah, he, he knew go, yeah. that if he was going to you know play, play football well, speaking right of that, I'm um, not going off topic, but Ryan Brewster here is signed or is going to sign for Sheffield United. Something we he touched on last yeah, signed. Yeah. Something we touched on last week. Um, you mentioned uh, Josh King, who may be set for a Premier League return with another club. But um, not that it's a marquee signing, but they've they've definitely went out and shown ambition by spending money 
on someone who I've actually thought was probably unlucky to get as little game time as he has at Liverpool. Um, he went out on loan last season and done done pretty well. Um, he's probably obviously just wanting to show what he can do in the Premier League. And yeah. Fair play to him. I know there's a buyback clause as well. Isn't Liverpool there? being clever with a buyback clause and fifteen percent sell on fee if somebody yeah does be a superstar, but yeah. they don't need him back. Yeah, so it's a big move for him though. He's still, a, I mean, he's a young kid, but in, in but in terms of today's reality, he's not that young. There's kids who are a couple of years younger than him who've went out already and, and shown their their skills. So. I hope he's the, the man for Sheffield United. Um, he'll definitely get them further up the pitch. He's got a lot of pace. Um, went off topic there, but yep. but yeah. Um, what's your <coughs> what's your score and what's your prediction back on this Everton game? I think it's going to be tight. Um, I think Everton are pretty free flowing at the minute, but they're still going to be wary of Brighton going forward. Um, do, I, do us a favour though write your scores down so you can't cheat these <laughs> next week well I can't Perf- remember these two went. I'll, Perfect. I'll go back you went, on the audio you went 2-2 there do you know the I trick here mate yeah. the trick here is we've got video footage yeah. <laughs> I'll just record it after by edit, myself you'll be editing that it's like <laughs> three more I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm that good I even guessed the scorers in the minute <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? I went 2-2 and I, I'm, for Everton game I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Yeah, I think 2-1. Two, 2-1 two, Everton. Moving on, um, we've got a later kick-off today, which is going to be a pretty exciting game. Leeds United at home to Man City, the half-five kick-off. Um, Leeds United have obviously started really well. We, we spoke about that last week as well. Scoring goals. Man City are going to need a response from a, a massive blow they've took last week early on against top of the table Leicester. How do you see this one going, Tom? Um, do you see Man City? I mean, they're still struggling with with injuries and getting yeah. a, f- a first. I mean, the, if they can name a strong bench today, I still think they can't. Um, do you think Leeds are going to be putting up a fight against them? Or what? Well, Leeds are going to be right at them, aren't they? The Leeds are playing with no fear. They don't seem worried about mm-hmm. whoever they play. Um, they want to give Liverpool a good game. Won their last two. So they've got no fear. I think they'll go at them. I'm still in the same vein, uh, sorry, the same train of thought as I was last week where I said Man City, despite having the injuries, should be strong enough for Leicester. Obviously, I was very wrong about that. I do... I say, I've got 2-1 City. 2-1. I think... Um, I, I think they'll be desperate for that win. They need it. I can, I can honestly see Leeds uh, causing it because it would still be an upset no matter how well Leeds are started, obviously. But I think City will just edge it. They need the win. They have got a lot of injuries, but uh, they, sh- they should still have enough class there to get through that. Yeah. So I'm going 2-1 City. 2-1 City. Yeah. What about you, Brett? Uh, I went with a 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, draw. I think what you've touched on with you know City being quite short in first-team numbers. I nearly put that on myself. But yeah. I, I think because how attacking leads are, I think they'll be encouraged by the fact that City have conceded five against Leicester last week. Yeah. You said it right. Uh, <laughs> is that not how I say it? Encouraged. I don't know. Encouraged. I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of in the middle word. of giving my thing. But say, no, say no. it again. Say encouraged. Encouraged. Is that how you say it? He said encouraged, encouraged. yeah, because that's how you say it. Not what? encouraged. Continue. So, so, you think two, so, two, so two, it's always when I talk, isn't it? 2-2. Two, two. Uh, yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought, but yeah, fuck it, 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two. <laughs> sorry, mate. Fuck it. <laughs> um, what you, what, what, what's the way do you go 2-2? Two, two? You think Leeds are going to obviously... I just think they'll be more encouraged. 
<laughs> be more encouraged by the fact that last week they seen City concede five. Uh-huh. City haven't got, you know, full numbers out. Yep. Uh, the player good attacking football leads. I think City will have enough to cut them open, but I think it's going to be another one of those games where Pep Guardiola gets introduced mm. to the hard reality of what English football can be like because he's not really had much of that as of. I don't think he has it's first season, mate. Yeah, his first he season. Didn't but, win anything. But, he's yeah, been, but he's he, been he, here five yeah, years. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, though, right? Because you look, he's never really had like a completely depleted squad. He's never really had like. A trouble of like you know conceding five against like I would Leicester. I would agree to the point where he's he's definitely in his hardest moment in football in terms of managing a club because I has massive injuries, um but this tra- season as well the pressure is massively on them yeah. to try and close the gap on Liverpool and even at this very early stage already Liverpool are fucking far beyond them so yeah. I'd agree in the fact that this is the most difficult time in his. Managerial uh, career, I, I, I agree as well. I don't think City's priority this season. I think they're going to obviously compete and do what City do and, you know, go the season, go about their business as usual. But I think their main focus again this season is going to be the Champions League. Mm. I think Pep, because they came so close to it last season, I think he knows that mm. it is there for them. They want that more than anything. I mean, that's the whole remit, isn't it, of their of their owners win the Champions League, become yeah. a Champions League winning club. Mm-hmm. Um, they've went out and made more signings, though, to be fair. This big centre-half, this Torres yeah. kid starting to play, and he scored the other night in the Cup, I believe. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see. Um, and it, it is me, definitely yeah. that biggest... It, it's the, his biggest season to bridge that gap, because even when Liverpool were chasing the other year, you know, Man City mm-hmm. were the team to beat, and now yeah. it's Liverpool, you know. Talking on Champions League, winning the Champions League is one thing, and obviously takes a lot of a lot of ability. I also think Man City in European competitions, maybe it's because the whole club and the fans have not really got that historical. They're not they're not really being part of those competitions for that long. They always seem to bottle it for me. Mm-hmm. On paper, they've got as good a team as nearly anyone. They should have done better than they did. Well, what was strange? This year. Um, I know we're going slightly off topic here, but what was strange the one last season is. They, the it was the best that performed in the Champions League. They missed some sitters, and, but well. then he, but then uh, totally unpep like he changed the tactics mm. against Leon, and it fucking totally backfired. Yeah. and they they'd had a winning formula. They'd knocked out, uh, did they knock Madrid out? And they'd, yeah. they'd, uh, you know what I mean. So that was that was bizarre. Um, but surely he was so concerned of like trying to be more actually more conservative than where where their game is an attacking yeah. expansive game. It, that seemed but, strange. But surely also on top of that. You're saying the Champions League's got to be in their remit and their focus. Surely they've got to be getting this Premier League crown back because Liverpool ran away at a counter last year and they, they, they sort of embarrassed Man City when by nearly winning the league. W- Obviously, coronavirus sort of interfered, but they, they won the league by March. When you're, um, when you're a club like Man City, the investment they've got now and the money they've spend on not players. not as much as excuses. They're, they're there to win everything, man. They're there to win they everything. Are. They nearly did. But they do you think they're a stronger domestic. team this year mm. than they were last year? Because I look at Liverpool and no. I think they've bought Thiago Alcantara yeah. and they've got um, uh, the kid from Wolves. Fucking Diego Yota. Diego Yota. They've the, strengthened. They don't, uh, man City don't look at me so far, but I haven't seen enough of these new signings yet. Maybe yeah. they'll, maybe this new centre-half hits a ground run and maybe this Torres lad starts banging them in. But at the minute... 
I don't know, they look the same. Yeah. I've uh, seen a thing midweek about what the Benfica coach said to uh, Diaz before he signed for City. He says, City aren't a bigger club, but they are financially. So he was basically... The Benfica? Benfica. I mean, they are. Well, well uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I mean, they've got they've got European trophies in the yeah like, hi- history, the history wise. That's yeah, well, that's that what we're saying. Be, like historically, Benfica is a bigger club. Yeah, well, that's that's like saying mm. Newcastle are bigger club than Man City historically, but they're not are they? Not right now. So we've got to bring the two up. Oh, I was going to say something, <laughs> but I tried not to. Well, weirdly enough, that's going to be the game we're touching on next, mate. But what was your prediction anyway? Mr. Um, although Leeds are good going forward, I think today might be the time that they get a bit of a reality check because mm. I still see them scoring against City and, and causing them all sorts of problems but I back Pep Guardiola as a manager and I think he'll get a big response it just it, it's not acceptable what happened last week it's not it's acceptable to lose the manner in which they lost it's not acceptable for a team that Pep Guardiola manages mm-hmm. and to concede five goals and to be completely blown away and, and very very clumsy penalties very lazy defending he he'll be after a complete contrast in we've, uh, performance today. Yeah. We've talked about the all or nothing show with yeah. Tottenham and Man City. Man City I wish I could see there for, the, for right now for the behind the scenes. Yeah, Pep when when they've been beat like that, you know, because mm-hmm. be you see him losing games here and there, and he's pissed off. But not, I would not love the man, to see not them. In that manner. Exactly. Yeah, I'd not love in that to manner. See I think I think they'll come out today. I think they'll start really really quick. And I'm gonna go four one City because I think they're still gonna look, there's still gaps in the defence, but I think they'll just be very focused. They'll be on top of their game and they'll be wanting to make a statement. And I think because of Leeds sort of attacking style of football, they'll leave gaps themselves. And Man City, I mean you look at them, fair enough they've they've had a good start. They've also still conceded seven in three. Um mm-hmm. so they have conceded goals. Still leaky at the back. Still leaky, so um, it's the nature in which they play. It brings a lot to the Premier League. I love that they do that. Get um, that written down then, because I'd still live and trust you. Four-one. Where your scores? Uh, I've just realised I've misspelled Arsenal because I was in that much of a rush writing them down. Just wrote Arsenal. Arsenal. Just wrote Arsenal. He was thinking. He was looking at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the next game we've got tonight's kickoff. Should oh. we even cover this game or not? Should we just nah, skip? Uh, yeah. just skip it's just, it's tomorrow, just shit versus shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, tonight we've got Newcastle home at Burnley. Um, Brett, what's your take on that, mate? Uh, I went one-one mm. after, and it's not just. Pinning down Newcastle because of oh shit, well. no, just I think the last few performances, I think there's something slowly starting to creep over, and it normally happens with a Steve Bruce team where you you're kind of dragging your feet through results. Mm. I think against Newport in the middle of the week, that that's a League Two team, and fair enough, Newport have got good form just now. A team like Newcastle should be putting them to the sword, and it took them I think till late on in the game, at late 80th minute for them to level. You know, strong team or not, Newcastle's second team should be beating a League Two teams yeah. quite handsomely. And I do think Burnley, Sean Dyche, needs needs to get a point on the board. Mm. And I think this this has got to be the one. It has to be the one for Burnley because, like I say, Burnley need to be getting games, points on the board. I don't think Sean Dyche, he knows that away from home, that his team aren't going to beat every team, but he knows that a point away from home is better than no points away from home. So do you see him setting up defensively to, to get a point from the off, or do you think they, they take the game to them and try and get all three? I think he's going to take it to them. I think because he, he, he knows his frailties yeah. there. I mean, 
I've got to be honest. I think Newcastle do look solid. I think midweek cup competitions are built for that. You can't always write a Premier League team off for not doing well because these are still other established professional players. And, you know, the gaps there within the tactics and the nutrition and the, the behind-the-scenes st- side of a Premier League team. But on individual players, there's some really good players in lower league yeah. football. Um, and and they, do, they don't lack of any motivation against trying to put a get a scalp over a Premier League team, that's for sure. Um, so I, I don't think you can read too much of that. And they still did come away. They're sort of getting results and grinding them out, which is a good sign for a team. And I know maybe I've got a little soft spot for Steve Bruce because I do quite like him, old-fashioned English manager. I think he doesn't get enough credit as what sometimes he deserves. Fair enough, you might not play the most expansive attacking football, but he runs the club well. He, he doesn't make big <laughs> mistakes. He'll not really make marquee signers that don't make an impression. Like, he's a good... He, fair enough, tactically, he's astute because he's got a point against Tottenham, which you, regardless of whether he's played good or not, they scored five the week before and just really frustrated them. They and should have scored more. They should have scored more, but they didn't. Us. Yeah, they didn't, though. Yeah. That's when you know the games, you know, them are the type of games where you'll take it. Like you'll yeah, I'll take it. I, ca- I, can't, I can't say that it was down to tax, though. We got a penalty mm. in the 96th minute. A penalty that shouldn't mean given. And it was what, here's a stat for you. Fuck, I hate being so fucking negative about it, but we've had three shots on target this season in the Premier League. Scored three. Scored them all. So, I mean, we're fucking efficient as fuck. But that is, that's a worrying stat, man. Yeah. Three shots on target in a, <laughs> in yeah. three games. Like, uh, having said that though, 1-0 Newcastle, fucking come on. When we had Brucey, sorry to bring Sunderland into it again, but when we had Brucey, <sighs> Brett will tell you, we were there every week. I'd be slagging off the tactics. I'd be saying it's so negative. I'd be saying... Why we're not getting forward? Why we're not getting numbers in the box? Why we're not scoring more? But then we'd have players like Darren Bent, and in my eyes, you've got Callum Wilson, who's a like-for-like sort of player, who's pretty much guaranteed goals. Um, and he's always... We were never really out of a game, and it wasn't attractive to watch, and it really did do my head in because it was negative, it was boring, yeah. it was key balls, sideways football. But we got 10th in the league, and it depends what you want from your club. I know Newcastle probably deserved to be higher in the league and have a be playing better football just, and be attracting want, better players but at, at the current moment in the current climate and with mm. the only as you got this is probably the best you can probably hope for no I know that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you just fucking roll over and accept it though I no. know exactly what you're saying I, I don't have anything with regards uh, against Steve Bruce as a person or whatever um, but like I mean you your point matches my thoughts though Okay, great. And look, I'll take any result. And at the end of the day, you're quite happy. You, if you win loads of games 1-0, but you've been shit, you're yeah. going to sort of forget that a little mm-hmm. bit. But we won't get away with that forever. And, no, no. And, and it is You're right, riding your so look far. at the minute, I think. It, it's fair to totally see. You're probably, riding, probably riding your look. But, I mean, you're still sat 10th in the league. You've only conceded four in the first three. Um, so there's there's some positive there, and like I say, you've got players like Callum Wilson and f- uh, Fraser who who still properly make the mark, uh, um, and probably will. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win quite comfortably because I th- I don't think Burnley have got enough to unsettle years at the back. I also really like your left back. I'm not sure if the one positive well. I'm trying to think of all this is that we have the signings we've made have improved because they are good players. Yeah. Callum Wilson especially. Uh, 
Lewis, hopefully, I'm not quite sure defensively, but he's a young lad. So, yeah. the, um, anyways, I do think them signings have improved in terms of the quality of players. Football certainly hasn't. Yeah. But that my one thing that I'm trying to hold together is, well, can't play much worse than we have so far. So if we do pick it up, yeah. hopefully we can start to do something. But exactly. uh, the tactics are a little bit worrying. I hope Steve Bruce proves us wrong because. Personally, already I'm, uh, and that following on from last season as well, I'd love to see somebody like Eddie Howe rather than Bruce. Um, Which really, yeah. Really would, uh, he's the only other person who probably. He's I, the only I, person I'd who would maybe him. take the job because anyone, uh, it, it, it could really set him up. Anyone who's already got like a massive high level of credibility or or a top gaffer is probably wouldn't want to work under mm. our constraints. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, that's a side by the you know. One I'm nil. saying one nil. I'll, well, I will say one thing I like that Steve Bruce has adapted, like he's changed since he was manager of us. The one problem I had when he was manager of us is he, every season he'd bring in about five or six players and just overhaul the squad. I think he's, he has signed correctly with his, and I do think, and you know, it, it's all banter, but when it comes down to talking about football, I do think he's slowly in a, assembling a good team yeah, there, he's and he's signed solid. correctly. He keep us performing well. I think he's a you have made astute signings. I, I'm, I'm going to say two 0 Newcastle. Yeah, I don't. I think you're going to. Hope you're right. You're going to set up, um, sort of defensively, but I think you've, you'll still have enough for Burnley's yeah. back 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 line. So two 0 Newcastle. Hopefully Maxi's back and he's actually up for it. Yeah. Well, I hope not because I've just took him out my fancy <laughs> team. Little Miggy, you yeah. got to play Miggy and yeah. uh, get people close out to Callum Wilson. He's yeah. a clever player when he's sat up top solely these on his own. These are the sort own. of games where he can really make an impact mm. uh, against these. He's had nobody clubs. around him nah, though. And we, if you get Miggy close out to a maximum close to him, people with pace, then we can. There is players there to make a good team, but at the yeah. minute we're not. Yeah. Moving on, tomorrow's game, we've got uh, the twelve o'clock kickoff. West, uh, sorry, Leicester City at home to West Ham. Um, Leicester obviously top of the league West Ham sort of a little bit of resurgence and started very poorly we all sort of written them off but got a good result how do you see this one panning out Thomas? 3-0 Leicester 3-0 Leicester um, yeah they the look good West Ham well had one good performance didn't they and then they seem to go straight off the boil again but Leicester just they've got to be riding a bit of a crest of a wave after Hunting Man City. Yeah. Um, Vardy looks like a pure goal machine again at the yeah. minute. I don't see West Ham. They look solid, just the way they control the ball. City scored two good goals against them, but that's City. You know what yeah, I mean? True. Um, I don't see. They I don't see them getting ideas against Leicester. I don't see them getting breached by, by West Ham. Slipped in really well as well, as well. But they, they look out of ideas against Leicester. To be honest, at times, Man City. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. don't see West Ham being able to breach them. Maybe a yeah. big, big ball in from a corner, but yeah. apart from that, I see Leicester quite comfortably. Well, uh, two yeah. nil, maybe a third uh, towards the end. So I'm going three. Three nil. Brett, what about you? I can see West Ham getting slapped four nil, and it's four. not because they conceded four midweek, but to describe the way West Ham is at the minute is, do you know, as if you're trying to bring someone back to life, <laughs> and you see like that little flicker when you get like a little. Ho- that was just that's all it was against Wolves. I think they are going to be. Or was it was it more of a bad Wolves performance? Because we all right, ripped, I think we all ripped West Ham off against Wolves. They completely turned them over. Went against what we'd said. Was that an individual performance? Was that more on West Ham's? Uh, uh, so was that a West Ham 
um, performing above their ability or was that just a, a, a bad day at the office for Wolves? They just took advantage of, I think, a Wolves team that's still adjusting to losing, you know, uh, Yota. Key players, yeah. So what, you gone 4-0 Leicester? I've gone 4-0, I think. Yeah. Going forward, that West Ham team, fair enough, I'm like, I'm looking at it, West Ham, they have got, go, well, they've, they've scored five in the three games, but four of them, were, you know what I mean, were against a, an uneven, uneven Wolves team, yeah. I do think Leicester going forward, it's like, watching them, because they have like, the, it's like they have the two centre-halves and the two holding midfield players, and then that just allows like, the the full backs or wing backs to just go on and I, I keep saying his name I cast again honestly I think the way bad. he's going at the minute Le- Leicester are a big team but I could maybe see him he's, I, I was really surprised left at Atlanta to go to Leicester because mm. Atlanta are a big team in Serie A but I Honestly, I but think Premier League, he's Premier probably, League, he's probably been one of my favourite signings so far. He's, to done, watch. he's done really well. It's early days, but he has done well. Mm-hmm. He's also slipped into the Leicester team that are just performing really, really well. I, I, I get what you're saying. He's both complete right and West Ham off, uh, which is fair because it probably merited on their performances. For me, though, Leicester are a team that can, if they get in behind, they'll cause all sorts of issues. But West Ham are not really a high-lying team. They, they, their back line is going to be deep. They're going to make it awkward. It's going to be a lot of Leicester keep, keep ball on the edge, edge mm-hmm. of the box trying to... Um, and I think they will frustrate Leicester to a certain extent. I I, I, I still see them winning, but I, I can't see it coming easy for Leicester today. I think West Ham are going to make it difficult and I think yeah. they'll be happy with a point and to build on last week's uh, sort of performance against top of the table. I'm going to go 1-0 Leicester City. It might be a, a scrappy Jimmy Vardy goal or a penalty, but I can't see it being that easy for them. I might be completely wrong, but I'm going to go 1-0 Leicester. Good shout. Um, the game after that is the same time kickoff. Uh, we've got Southampton at home to West Brom. Um, these are the games that are sort of already six-pointers in my eyes because I think Southampton, I mean, they're, they're, they're 15th. West Brom is 17th. Um, you'd like to think Southampton have got enough to blow them away. However, given that they put three past Chelsea, they're probably going to be um, filled with confidence going into this game. What have you went for this one, Brett? I've went 2-1 West Brom. 2-1 West Brom. What's made you do and that? I, I can be quite uh, guilty of this. I have, like, off the first games, I genuinely thought West Brom were going to just be worse than... Yeah. One of the worst teams. I thought they would have maybe gone down with less points than what Derby did mm. because I just thought, yeah, they're good going forward, but defensively they don't look good. But yeah. I think... They've I've, conceded I, the most goals in the league. But when I watched that game against Everton, I watched the game against Chelsea, there seems to be some spark that's slowly starting to light up. Mm. I think, like you say, this is going to be classed as a six-pointer for both teams yeah. because uh, it keeps saying it, it's going to come down to it. And I do think that if you had to stay in the league, these are two teams I have no doubt in my mind will be there scrapping it out. And I do think this, if when you look back, if say it's West Brom that goes down and they get beat this game, this is going to be a f- game that they look at and think, this is where we could have maybe nicked something. Yeah, yeah. And But I do think West Brom 2-1 because I think Southampton are still adjusting to you know losing certain players. And I think yeah. Hoiberg being missing for them is a player that they're going to struggle to replace. Okay, 2-1. What about you, Tom? I've went 1-1. I nearly did edge for West Brom getting their first win, but uh, 
Hard one to call. Seemingly evenly matched. I'd maybe give the edge to Southampton with the Premier League experience, and I mm. do actually quite like that manager, but not really sure how to call this one. I've went for 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. okay. I'm going to go 2-0 Southampton. Um, just because I think they're, they're quite good at the back. I mean, they've conceded five against Tottenham, but that is uh, five of the six goals they've conceded. Tottenham were ridiculous that day. Yeah, they were. Harry Kane was just they picking were. passes out of wherever he wanted. They were, and it was a bad day for Southampton. We all know that. They still scored two, though. Um, I still think West Brom might be a bit deflated, though. The fact that they shouldn't should have got three points and didn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 Southampton. So... Next, we've got Wolves versus Fulham. Um, the two o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Um, Wolves at home. What we went with for that? Tom, Tom can you start us off? What do you went with for that, Matt? Uh, yeah, I've got Wolves two one. Uh-huh. Um, I'll be four defeats in a row for Fulham if yeah. I'm right. Wolves bit of a shaky start, um, but. I think they'll just have enough for them. Uh, I don't think it'll be easy, but they'll want to grind it out and get the win no matter what. So yeah. I'm going 2-1 two one, two one Wolves. 2-1 two Wolves. What about you, Brett? 2-0 Wolves. 2-0? Okay. I think Fulham just don't really offer... Like, like I say, they've got they've still got a championship squad, and I think Wolves will be looking to bounce back. Simple yeah. as. I think that Fulham... I don't want to write them off too early because I know what can happen in the Premier League, but they they look like they've got the worst defence. I can I was remember just looking there. They've conceded any any, si- any Premier League side they've of conceded ever ten they've conceded three ten, mate. But the manner of which they conceded goals against Aston Villa, the defending was appalling. Like it was bad for Sunday League. It was really really poor. Um, I can't I can't. They've, they've got okay players going forward. I like Tom Kearney. They've got Mitro, who's a handful, but they look so poor at the back. They've got no shape. The the, the line they're playing for set pieces as well. The, the, the goal they conceded against Tyra Mingus was just so amateur. Um, it was almost infuriating to watch a Premier League mm-hmm. team perform like that. They look, they look garbage. Um, I, I'm going to see... I know Nuno is going to want a big response we keep speaking about responses, but they are going to want a big response um, and they've had plenty of time to prepare for it. I think they're going to put at least three past Fulham. Maybe see Fulham edging it, uh, getting a goal back, but I'm going to go 4-1 Wolves. It'd be a bit weird if you know, you're seeing Wolves going free, but Fulham edging it. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. just, you've just Sorry, complained yeah, yeah. about them conceding. No, 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 I mean, they like, will score a lot of goals. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think they will maybe get a goal, but I'm going to go 4-1 Wolves. And... The other two o'clock kickoff, we've got Arsenal to Sheffield United. Um, obviously, Arsenal have, have started well. Um, got blown away by Liverpool, to be <laughs> honest. But these sort of games, Sheffield sat joint bottom of the league. Um, how do you see this one unfolding, Brett? 5 0 Arsenal. 5 0. Sheffield haven't scored a goal. They've. Pro- they, four, though. They've probably played against teams that they should have maybe be, you know, at least got a goal yeah. against. On them, it is quite a big pitch. Arsenal, players like Lacazette and Aubameyang will absolutely torture mm. their back line. And I can't see Sheffield starting their season this game. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tom? 
I've actually given them that first point. Me, I've went two two. Mm. Um, I know what you're saying. Like I, I, I could see Arsenal potentially doing that, but um, I'd be surprised if Sheffield do continue in this slump for too much longer. I know there was only that first season last year, sometimes second season syndrome, but. I feel like the the way they're set up and organised is, is good. They've got a solid unit. I'm giving them that they'll bring the game to them and get their first goals if Brewster's mm. straight in the team and uh, I'm going 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. That's fair enough. Um, I actually see... I, I actually... I want to put nil-nil, but then I think Arsenal might get a goal. I think Sheffield United might catch them first. I, I see Sheffield United getting the first goal... Arsenal maybe pe- pegging the bat later on. I want to bo- I want to go nil nil, but I think I'm going to go one one. Um, for similar reasons of what you says, Tom, because I feel like they haven't conceded that many goals. They haven't been in games, but they've lost the games because they haven't scored. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can start to do that, I think they still look solid enough at the back. And Arsenal, fair enough, the very very good going forward. But Sheffield have also. They're set up very defensively and they, they know their own game. So I can see them again frustrating Arsenal. They do um, look good Arsenal mind and I mean they're knocking Liverpool. They do the they well. do, they do, but yeah. they also will have maybe a little bit of fatigue from the League Cup. They play pretty much as a starting eleven, mm-hmm. the the normal starting eleven. Um and they also Liverpool I don't know. I, I just think I'm not fully convinced with this Arsenal team yet for these sort of games um, it's easy to get up for the top teams in the league but the difficult teams that are a pain to play against I think that's the ones that Arsenal usually will struggle with and I think they will this weekend so I'm going to go 1-1 one, one. Um, like I say it wouldn't surprise if Arsenal turned them over but I wouldn't write Sheffield United off too soon um, they've been in every game we've got a 4.30 kick off um, Man United at home to Tottenham arguably the game of the weekend Um obviously there's so much questions before this game about you know how the result's going to go but what do you see happening Tom? Um, which one on here? Man U Tottenham, Tottenham yeah. just totally switch off there for a <laughs> sec um, Man U Tottenham tough on this but I'm going Tottenham 2-1 yeah. um, Tottenham will feel hard done by with a couple where a couple of the games went especially one against us last week um, good signings they're making another signing from Benfica who will play second field Harry Kane but that gives them more depth now yeah. and the kid looks good from Benfica so all of a sudden you've got three goal scoring strikers up top to pick from Song Kane yeah. um, is it Vinicius he's called I'm not sure how you pronounce Vincinius. his name Vinicius 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 Vin Diesel whatever he's called he looks he looks decent he's yeah. got a good record from Benfica Man you, I don't know, they're just, I don't know how I feel about them, but Man U fans can tell where you think you're at, because mm. I'm not sure uh, how much he's developed as of yet. Just ongoing saga of trying to get Jaden Sancho, which isn't going to happen by the looks of mm. it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go that Man U are going to continue to be a bit irritated and mm. Tottenham are going to sneak the win in 2-1. 2-1. The, these, this fixture is always one that's like, it's never failed to have some sort of controversy yeah, Tottenham and United over the years. Um, I mean, what, what do you see happening, Brett? I went, I did originally think 1-1, but I think with how United played against Brighton last week, 
Mm. I think with the way Spurs have demonstrated how cutthroat they are going forward. Uh, Maybe not against I, Newcastle, I, though. Not against Super Carl Darlow. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, you know, like, just that Southampton game, and I think Spurs will probably be up for it more. Mm. And I think players, this is this is, this is a game where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is, he's got to look to players like Paul Pogba and Rashford mm. to grab this. T- this is the kind of game where if United want to start making themselves the United of old, mm. they need to start winning these kind of games. But I, I can't say it. I think Spurs just caused too much trouble. And I think if United struggled with Brighton last week, they're definitely going to struggle with the attacking threat of Spurs. Mm. Touching on the the signings, I think it's nice to have a lot of depth going forward well, in your whole team. I think Spurs, in my opinion, might be a little bit overloaded now. I think it's nice that it's good to see that you know that they, they can just do. Oh, we'll get him because like, that, that basically came out of nowhere that deal from Benfica. But you got to think they've got Harry Kane, Huming Son, Lucas Moura, Stephen Bergwijn, Gareth Bale when he's fit. You just thinking it's. Yeah, but then you look at the Man United team and they've arguably got as much cover. And I think one thing that really Spurs struggled with, they didn't get the rub of the green last year. They also had some bad injuries to key players. Mm. Son was out for a couple of months. Kane. Kane was out. Um, at one point, basically, Deli Alli was, was playing up from by himself. Fucking hell, I forgot about him. Well, that, that's <laughs> another one. Is uh... Well, he looked good. He came on. He won a penalty. Uh, it was a beautiful little bit of skill as well midweek. I think he's doing the right thing. You look at the Chelsea squad as well. They're fair enough. They had a core of players, but they, they had so much strength and depth. And I think, fair enough, they got Gareth Bale. Stephen Bergwijn is still really, really um, probably in contention for a. I think for this, a start this, this week Venetius as well. kid. Um, be, still not sure if I'm saying that right though. He's more central, like Kane is. Yeah, he is. And he'll yeah. probably play a second fiddle. He's to probably Kane. a like because that's the thing. If if Harry Kane does get injured, and they do put a lot on him. And coming into the coming into the winter months, when you've got this just massive, massive fixture list, these are the sort of games where he, he's probably likely to get injured if, if any time. And they haven't got a like for like replacement. You can't play Sun through the middle that well. It's not really his game. Neither mm. can you with Bergwijn. Neither can you with Bale. Neither can you with Deli Ali. You can more though. No, not as much. Not as much. Not for what Harry Kane does. Yeah. Um. So for this replacement they've got in now. He, he, like I say, he's, he's a like-for-like replacement. I think Spurs are going in a really good direction. I actually see them... Obviously, they had a really good Euro, uh, Europa League. I mean, Mourinho was pretty critical about his plays. He said they didn't really play that well. Um, it, they played it in their hands, the team they played against. Might be Haifa with their attacking football, but to score seven... <laughs> Um, and didn't play that well. Um, I think they're going in a really good uh, direction. He's going to make them more solid. I, I think they, I, I can see them having a better campaign than Man United. And for this yeah, game as yeah. well, I think Man United are easy to get up for the big games, and they've got these big game players. And, and Rashford seems to come alive in the bigger, the bigger, the bigger fixtures. But I see Harry Kane causing them all sorts of problems at the back. Um, and like I say, with these new recruitments, I, I think there's going to be an air of. One excitement, but two players that are probably needing to perform because they're they they I don't think even Harry Kane with this replacement coming in, even he's going to be have to keep on his toes with performances. There's a lot more competition for places, whereas before, fair enough, they've, they've probably put too much on Harry Kane's back, but he's probably known he's a shoe in for ev- for a start every week. Mm-hmm. And now with these new players coming in, new faces, I think they all want to impress. So I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do really well. That, um, Against Man United, I'm going to go three, three one Tottenham. 
One more thing. You know one name going forward that not one of us mentioned? Lamella? Lamella as well, And yeah. it's just like... Yeah. Oh, where? Yeah. So that's six, seven attacking players, all of really good calibre, mm-hmm. all quite different as well, which which I quite like. You look at um, you look at Man United's front three, without, over, without over-analyzing it, Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, they're all quite similar. Mm-hmm. They're all quite, you know, they're, they're quick, they've got good feet. They're all sort of a, uh, wingers come come strikers, if you would. Tottenham's Tottenham's attacking options now. The, um, Mourinho will be rubbing his hands together because yeah, he can play, eight, he can play <laughs> any sort of system to to suit these players. So I like the way that Tottenham are going. Maybe I've got a soft spot for them, but yeah, um, yeah. it's funny though. One. Either either one of them do get beaten, then you're thinking actually you've both had shits. Because yeah. if if two get beat, then they're sat on four points after yeah. four games. If Man U get beat. That's on three points after three games, so yeah. it's it's a big in for both of them early on, right? Yeah, it's early days, um, but I, I'm going to go Tottenham for this one. We've got one fixture left to cover. This is an interesting one because, to the naked eye, you probably look at Aston Villa and think they've had an unbelievable start. I think they've been quite lucky with the fixtures. Um, they've done well. Um, they're at home for the 7:15 kickoff to Liverpool. Um, I think they're going to get trumped. <laughs> That's my own opinion. I think they're going to get yeah. purely put to the sword. Um, they they have recruited well. They do look. They haven't conceded a goal yet. They're the only team to not concede a goal, um, albeit against a very very poor Fulham team. Um, for for one of their fixtures, they've only played twice as well. Um, but I think that, I think they get found out in this game. I know Mane is missing with fucking COVID. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see Salah. who gets uh, the nod ahead of him uh, with him not being there maybe Minamino or I Origi I think it'll be um, Jota Jota well, although think I think so. he played in the cup actually he did, quite he a did. lot so maybe not yeah maybe Minamino Shakiri. Shakiri as well still there yeah when we're still, when we're still on the topic of players well with attacking cup. options uh, teams with attacking options you look at Liverpool as well obviously let Rian Brewster go because um, he might be fifth sixth pecking order Um how do you see this one going though, Tom? I'll, I'll reserve my opinion for now until you... 3-0 Liverpool. 3-0. Comfortable. Comfortable. <laughs> what about yourself, Brett? Don't judge me on that. Well, you can judge us all you want, but I've went 2 on Villa. Ooh, controversial. Villa. It's the momentum, uh, I think. And one signing, I was really surprised when I woke up to see that Villa got on loan, Ross Barkley. Yeah. Yeah, you said that And, well, you know, as an Everton lad... I think if he is fit to play this one, if he can go into this squad, I think he will. Do you see it as a Everton lad for yourself? No, like, well, well I don't Bartley know. Against Liverpool okay. in it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, I, I do have a soft spot for Everton, Tom, <laughs> but say, as an Everton lad, Tom, I do think, you know. <laughs> now, as uh, genuinely, I think this is going to be a game where Ross Barkley will probably want to stick it to them. Mm. I think he's a lad who's been frustrated with limited chances at Chelsea. He's kind of, you know, he went there and he's just, he's not fulfilled... That, the same can be said for a lot of uh, midfield players for Chelsea. Yeah, Danny Drinkwater. Danny Drinkwater. But then again, that's a da- Danny Drinkwater who won the the Prem with Leicester and then signed for Chelsea the next season. Yeah, I think Danny Drinkwater should have stayed realistically, and it's easy to say this, but yeah. Danny well, Drinkwater ma- made himself the player he is by the the ground Leicester gave him. Yeah, it was also the way he fit into that team. Yeah, for that counter attacking football. Um, it hasn't worked for him. Yeah, Ross Bartley's a good signing. Um, I mean, you think they're going to beat Liverpool? Um, I don't know about that. Like, they'll have to get beat. 
do they? Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the that way that, the way that gone at that, that minute, I'm seeing another fucking Scalp. potential unbeatables, me. Um, mate, they, I, they didn't look like they got out of second gear against Arsenal, mate. They uh, could have honestly scored twice the goals. I think the, the difference I see in them this year, fair enough, we've already touched on that. They've got a bit of a higher line. and I think they're even more attacking than they were in previous years. But I see them having a lot more. They're sort of playing like champions. They're, they're a lot less naive. Oh, the confidence and, and completely it, there? Like they, the confidence they know is they're there. the team yeah. to beat. They, they are, but I, I see players like Salah, who, who's sort of frustrated me in the past. Salah's someone who his decision-making is, is not always being top standard. Um, and now I see him coming back in and playing the simple ball and, and keeping the ball and frustrating teams like, like, champions, like champions normally do. Man United used to be good at that. They used to just be able to see a game out, whether mm-hmm. it was 1-0, 2-0, 3-0. So I, Liverpool just look like they're playing like the champions that they are. I see them smashing Aston Villa. I'm going to go 4-0. If Villa win, if Villa, Villa actually win, can I, like, and they win 2-1. I one. think you get one bonus point if they do. If can you I, get correct score. Can I smash an egg over your head if no. Villa win? <laughs> Because oh. it can't happen. I'm not. I don't know. Oh no! If you're that adamant, you if I, was, I was being conservative with three 0 Liverpool. Can I just say, if you guys are that adamant that you know Liverpool or this and that, if Villa do win, if Villa do win, how about you get a point, like normal? No, but I'd get more satisfaction out of smashing an egg over your head. You but you know, well, as the as the results went through, and um, what our predictions are, it'll be interesting to see with Barkley just very quickly though, because I don't know. He's he's moved there. Some people saying oh, because he wants a football. I think it's more that Lampard went. See you later, to yeah. be honest. So um, we'll see if he's got the, the fight for it. John Terry will be instrumental in making him up yeah. for it, I think, being there, ex-Chelsea, but I'm not sure. That being said as well, I wish Newcastle had gone because <laughs> we could deal with anybody who can bring the ball out of midfield. True. But uh, we'll we'll see what he can do. He, he's, he looked like he had the ability at Everton. Um, mm. If he can pick that back up, because he's been a bit part at Chelsea. Really. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. He hasn't, had, he hasn't had a lot of game time, but he also hasn't done much with He's that time. Pretty mm-hmm. shit, yeah. yeah. Well, as the fixtures, uh, obviously I'm currently top with eight points. Tom's on seven, oh. Brett's on four. So it'll be interesting to see how these play out and, and where we end up. So yeah, that's Premier League Patter. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you later, guys. Can you see you, Brett? <laughs>